Welcome to the Shungite Show. It's January 25th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. I apologize for being a little late getting here, but I have had so many weird glitching technical tech problems. I mean, it's just crazy. And this time, Derek and Mark are on the line with me, I hope. Um, <laughs> what, what happens is that the station, it, it'll time out, and so then you say resume, but it the clock gets off. So I'm looking at the clock, and I got two more minutes, and I'm all of a sudden noticed that it said noontime on the computer clock. And I figured, oh, man, this thing is like two minutes behind, <laughs> or maybe more. So, But we're here, and um, Derek Condit's with me and Mark Joseph. So, uh, hi, guys. And uh, Derek, you want to say hello to, to the world? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, good morning. Hello, everybody. I'm, I'm back, finally. And we'll get into that, too. But, yeah, glad to be here. Mark. And hey, Nancy, Derek, everybody. Good to be here. Yes, it's good to be here. That's an open question, a, a statement now, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this is the happy place. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yes, the world is, is in turmoil. Um, okay, do you want to talk about that project I just sent you on? We'll just start out with that. The woman. Uh, What's her, yeah. you can, can you pronounce her name? I can't pronounce All right, let me give you the background on this. Now, um, oddly enough, for when I was in college, I started studying the Russians. That led me to the intelligence world. So all my life, I've been studying the Russians. But now, because of the Shungite connection and the B connection, um, <laughs> the people of Russia are studying me. <laughs> And so they get somebody out there that they're really impressed with, and it's like, will you take a look at her and see what you think, you know? And I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. Let me look. And so I look at this uh, video with Carrie Cassidy, okay, and it's a three-hour video. So I look at this thing, and um, now if I can, I don't even know where I put that. Oh, for heaven's sakes, now what's happening? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we got a problem here. Okay, let me see what it is. Uh, okay, let me just... We uh, Dolly just messaged me, and she told me that she, they can't hear you guys. Oh. We can't hear Mark or Derek. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Um, okay. That's so, uh, what is the what? What could possibly be wrong? You know, I'm looking here because I don't have that. Oh, I'll talk. So maybe somebody can say if they hear me. Well, they're saying they're saying that it's not you guys. It's it's something that's happening with me. Uh, I wonder what. I don't know. Uh, well, I'm going to start installing the. Uh, software so I can broadcast from this end of mine if I need to. And I'll be ready in moments, just so you know. Okay, uh, Yasmin just said she hears Derek. She does she hear Derek now? Yeah, yeah, just now. And I won't. Okay, she's hearing Derek. Um, are, is she hearing Mark? 
Um, no word yet. I asked like twenty seconds ago. Okay. And then yeah, if you if you can, Yasmin here. If you can hear me still, can anybody let us know in chat if you're hearing all three of us yet? Sorry about the draw. Oh yes, um, they hear me now. She hears me now. Yeah. Okay, can you hear me now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yasmin's our sound check person. <laughs> all right, just uh, and I'm having. Yeah, it sounds like. Yeah. We cannot hear Derek. We hear both. Okay, they're hearing you guys. Sorry, everybody, for the drop. All three now. Now she's okay. saying all three. Yeah, all three. Yeah, Diane's uh, Chat room verified. Good. Okay, so all, right. all three up, yeah. all three of us are being here. And I, I honestly, Derek, I don't know if you did something. I didn't do something. I didn't <laughs> do anything. I can't, I can't on my end. I wasn't installing the software to take over. No, all I, three. Okay, everybody's saying... That they're hearing us. Why they weren't hearing us, I'm not exactly sure. But everybody's being heard now. Okay. Oh, you see, I, I'm telling you, this this technology stuff is like somebody's playing. I feel like I'm a a puppet, you know. And somebody is is having a spasm or something because it it comes and then it goes, and it's just like this. It's like, what happened and why did it get fixed? I can tell you that. And I, I'm coming across your speakers, Nancy, just so you know. You what? I can hear myself on my on the speakers, so I'm hoping there's not an echo to the... Okay, I'm not hearing it now, so maybe we're good there. Um, what I was going to tell you is why you were just asking that, and I couldn't see who it was. There's a person attached to Dolly, we can all probably guess who it might have been, that helped clear up the connection is what happened. Um, I was just checking on that one. Now, what caused it, who the heck knows right now? Um but they said we're uh, we were involved when you're sitting there chatting, talking about. It, all of a sudden, I hear this voice. I'm like, "What? Who am I hearing? Is it on radio?" And they're like, "We're involved helping." And I'm just paraphrasing now, getting it going again. And then I took a glance, um, you know, as I do. Uh, and then that's they said, and basically attached a dolly. So I'm figuring Dave, um, or and you know somebody else around her. But they yeah. helped us get the connection clear. So I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. Oh yeah. I've got unbelievable things that I don't know if I want to put out on air yet. They're literally that big that have happened in the past week that, I mean, it's like made for TV, you know, science fiction. Or just how blatant it is. I'll have to put it together in my head and how to maybe explain it because that's well, no, just, just explain it right now. You know, don't oh. just oh, go, go with the flow. It came up. Okay. We had hey, this. Go. Tell me. You know me. I'm not shy anyway. And I usually just tend to get rolling. Any Well, what I can say is... Um, Ah, tough things to talk about, as I always say. Um, things have been changing. It's not just me, I'm assuming, um, because we're all in the same environment. We're all becoming more. So I'll just talk from my perspective. What's happened in the past week, and for those that don't know, I just did a, a week trip back and forth from Arizona on a, a buying trip to some shows down there. And we'll talk about that later in the show. But during that time, um, ooh, what I can say is the, the physical, so I'm talking about uh, metaphysical sensations. Again, it's not terms. So the feelings, the subtle energies, the wishes, they've gone up. I don't know. I can comfortably say probably a thousand fold. I mean, a week, whatever that means. Uh, meaning I, I feel touches now pushing me. It's instantaneous. So if I'm communicating with an entity, they'll literally touch me physically and you'll see parts of my skin, like indenting, like they're touching it. And then if I'm looking, communicating, just doing a session, communicating with somebody's guides or their higher self or, you know, angels or whatever it may be, uh, they can now physically, and I don't know if they change. I mean, I'm just getting putting it out there. 
It's immediate, instantaneous physical reaction on me, meaning listen to my gut. It'll literally physically move now. And I'm not just talking subtle energies. It's, it's tough to talk about because there's so many levels of this. Um, I don't know. Heightened um, senses with the metaphysical reality is what's happening to me. And again, I'm just I'm figuring it's happening to everybody to whatever degree. Um, but more immediate input, actually entities popping in the room, not having to use third eye stuff. Um, I don't know. Just more is what I'm saying. And then, Nancy, I don't know. Well, actually... Huh. Remember I mentioned you before the show, the group I interacted with at the show should, I, I remember I'm putting this together now. So anybody in chat chime in, none of us know everything I need input as well, but should we get into that? Um, maybe that has some, some kind of a attachment to it and you're uh, muted. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I was muted. I'm sorry. Um, okay. L- l- let's let's just stop here for a second because yeah. I want to tell you something that might be background to this. You know why why gotcha. why is it all of a sudden that it seems like there's an acceleration in let's say experience. In other words, the woo woo stuff is happening more and more. Um, people are reporting uh, instantaneous manifestations in weird ways. You know, gee, I think I would like a donut, and your friend comes over with a donut, that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And what yeah. hap- what happened is that in the last few weeks, and I'm talking maybe maybe two two weeks, ten days, um, Walt was listening to Alex Collier. Do you know Alex Collier? God, the name's ringing a bell, but. Okay, he's a, he's an old old conspiracy uh, talks to the ETs. I've got the beard. Okay, yeah, exactly. Um, he went through a really rough time and has managed to come back, and now he's got a lot of very positive messaging that he's doing. He's back. He's back on the stage. Let's put it that way. And Walt's been listening to him, and he started talking about the fact that the now, I can give you, a, let's say, scientific reason for the sun being white because we're in a carbon-heavy area of the universe, of the galaxy that is fueling it. And, you know, this is not the first time it's gone white. It, you know, it, it's a, it, periodically when we go through the proton belt, it's full of all sorts of energies and carbon, you know, like sheets of carbon in, out there coming at us. All of this stuff that comes at you fuels the sun, and the sun gets hotter. And well, you know, when you see a fire, you have the yellow, but when you see the white, you're really, you're really, you know, that's that's heavy duty heat. Of course, I'm telling you a science that I don't actually believe in anymore because of uh, Joseph Cater. But the concept here is that Collier said that the white sun is white because it's already, I don't know if he said in the fifth dimension, but it's, it's, it's putting fifth dimensional energy. It's shooting out fifth dimensional energy. But because of all the chemtrails and all this garbage that they put up there, um, this energy is not coming to the earth like it, like it should or could. 
So Walt says, well, okay, and he's done, you know, long segments of, of how this came about. But he essentially put that energy of the fifth dimension into a resonator. And so he's talking about it, and then we talked about it on another show. And I said to him, oh, I think you better send me one of those. So <laughs> two days later, it arrived. And I am sitting outside opening up the, the box, and I get this, take it and put it on top of the, the cloud buster, the eagle. Okay, and everybody who's listening to this probably knows the eagle has got a large base of resin. It's got a whole bunch of coils and shungite and things in it. And then you've got the, you know, four-foot pipes coming up off of it, and there's eight of them. So normally when I get, you know, do this thing from somebody, and I, I, I know they're my guides because I know their frequencies. Sometimes I get messaging from somebody I don't know, and, you know, it's like, wait a minute, who are you? <laughs> yeah. But these guys, you know, I work with them all the time. No, they just put it on top of the, the, the Cloudbuster, the Eagle. And I normally would say, why are we doing this? What's going to happen? You know, I, But I didn't. I just said, oh, okay. And I'm walking over to it, and I'm going like, dang, I've just got this thing, and they want me to put it outside on top of the... Oh, and I'm like, oh, I thought maybe I could play with it. You know, no, they want this. So I go over there, and I, when you get near the cloud buster, you're, you actually have the uh, toroidal field there, so you... You know, you, you either you can stand in the toroidal field, and it's you know, I mean, there's the, the torque goes off forever. But as you get closer to it, you also get the inner part of the, like the donut, the empty part of the donut. And um, so I, I, I was standing in the empty part of the donut when I stuck the, uh, the uh, resonator on top of the, on top of the eagle, and. You, you, once you get inside one of these things, you completely lose track of time. So to me, it was less. It was like about four minutes that they had me have it on there, and they said, "Okay, take it off." And I said, <clears throat> "You don't want to leave it here." And they said, "No, because it will interfere in the primary purpose of the eagle, which is to moderate the the weather." So what what they wanted to do was to put the signature frequency in the, the eagle grid. So. Y- I'm putting this out because I'm being led to tell you this, Derek. But it could be that we're all of a sudden, rather rapidly, um, now uh, engaging with the fifth dimensional energy that the sun is actually putting out that Walt used a device to get it on Earth. Does that make sense? (laughs) It doesn't mean anything to you. I'm trying to open. There we go, struggling with the mute button and giving us a new photo. Oh, yeah. Well, I think everything's, of course, everything's connected and affects the others um but i mean I is, is, that, is that what you're feeling you're feeling like there's a a new energy or try to try to give yeah. me some feeling on that yeah no that's good and actually i think it was yasmin in chat i'm not gonna go back and look but i think it was yasmin um saying something about um and i don't get stuck on the dimensions but i like how she was saying something about you know maybe the fourth uh dimensions ah oh, geez i'm trying to find that it's coming i'll tell you this i'll just go into my uh, spiel um it's more tangible now is what it is. The, uh, the, I'm just going to use the terms in my understanding, um, and I think people get the gist of it. <clears throat> so the metaphysical frequencies, 
or the metaphysical environment, the environment we're not physically perceiving or touching and things like that, is becoming more tangible. That's just a fact because I'm in it and there's no way everybody's like avoiding it or dodging the frequencies. You know, I'm having fun with it, but so it's not like it can be avoided. It's not a bad thing. So I'll just say from my perspective, someone like me who who plays around in them on, on many levels, um, I have heightened levels of perception now. So I'm literally can reach out. It's not all the time right now. It's becoming more and more physically touched the metaphysical. It touches me, be it an object or something else. So I guess another way of describing it is if I'm astral projecting or remote viewing, I'm not just doing it with consciousness because I'm interacting with the items and objects now and feeling them, um, emotionally feeling them and the environment to where that was usually a more subtle sensation while remote viewing or astral projecting is the emotional part. You usually have a, a more of a separation that sometimes people don't perceive. Um, that's heightened now. So I don't know. Again, I don't have the terms for it, but that metaphysical reality is merging with ours more, but that doesn't mean everybody's going to jump into it. You have to start perceiving your reality from all of your senses, your physical and your chakras. As you do that, then you're going to have, I'll just tell you, a whole hell of a lot more fun and more interaction. It caught me off guard because I'm like, what in the heck? I'm grabbing some invisible thing and or some entity just touched a Sasquatch, just to be you know clear. In a session the other day, I um, came in, hand over mine. I'm like, what the heck? And you can just feel it all of it and it startled me i wasn't bad at all i was just again like well you know that's that unbelievable stuff i talk about on occasion that's just how do you even explain it um because it's you know it's going to be denied by scientists but yeah so that's happening nancy i don't know if you have any questions on that but basically every level more of it uh oh well okay the whole psychic thing which is just one aspect of what i do I don't know. It, no thought process now whatsoever. It's like on 100% of the time, instant, yeah, it's kind of annoying. So it's like walking in a kitchen and you smell everything all at once and what was in that um, recipe that you're smelling. So many levels in there is what I'm saying. So it's, I don't know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm Oh, and I'll tell you, and I'm, I've done this three times now in my life. So again, knowing me, I'm just going to be blunt, put it out there. To do this, the activation, um, again, my terms, whatever, an activation process to get this to happen, I literally simply made a statement in my head. I And I don't remember the exact words. That doesn't matter. It's the intention that matters. I said, well, I'm ready to double down on abilities again and understandings because then I can help more people. I can see more medical intuitive stuff and give them a heads up or blah, 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 whatever it was. And then literally within, I don't know, two days, the changes started happening. And I initially did that almost 20 years ago. And I thought, oh, I'm going to make fun of myself. Oh, what a coincidence. I said that in my head and it doubled. Well, fool me. I should have paid attention to that and listened. So like anybody else, I'm learning that stuff down here. I didn't come with my own um, owner's manual. I have no clue. I'm figuring it out. But, and I didn't knock on wood or, again, like I like to make fun of, strike a yoga pose before I said that statement or fast for three days. I simply made the conscious decision to encompass and perceive more of my reality. And you can say it just like that and then hang on for the ride. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's So that's what's been happening there. And then I don't know how much of the show stuff you want to get into, Nancy or Mark, or that the interaction at the – we're talking about an Arizona show, everyone. I was just at. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah um, yes, I do want to because – 
because it's an experience. I just want to tell everybody everything. We can't make a judgment on whether it's right or wrong or did it happen. We're just, we got to observe. We got to put this out because it is happening so fast. You know, it used to be that, you know, something would happen and you'd sit on it for a while or, you know, we don't have the time to do that anymore. You could take the time, but let's not. Let's just throw it out there. You know, for somebody out there needs to know this information because maybe they've had the same kind of encounter. Oh, sure. No. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm <clears throat> excuse me, with it. So, because I'm not shy. What we're talking about here still is, I was just, as I mentioned earlier, I was at a Arizona Rock and Mineral Gem Crystal shows. There were many going on, so I went to a few of those. And in one of them, uh, there was a geologist. So just, I don't know, I'm trying to give a visualization, just huge circus tents on some of them. But on these particular shows, it was kind of out in the desert in Quartzsite, Arizona. Um, just hundreds and hundreds of vendors with tents and um, <clears throat> little pop-ups, um, I don't know, gazebos and stuff. So I found one of them, and he was in a, we started chatting for a moment. I was, I was, my, I'll just say my spider senses went off, and I'm like, what's that about? It wasn't a good, bad, indifferent. It was just they're going off, so I pay attention now. So I turned around to where... Uh, that energy was coming from, and I saw, remember, I'm just being vague right now, energy. So I see a guy standing back there, I don't know, probably 10 years older than me. He starts talking for a minute. I look down on his table, and I see he has some blue amber and some petrified wood pieces that he had carved. And he starts going into a spiel, as as the vendors do there, um, telling me, well, I'm a geologist with this big college, blah, blah, blah. I've been here. It just goes in and on and on and on. Um, And I'll just say sales pitch as well. So as I'm, I'm talking to him, spider sense is still going off, tingling. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm looking at his stuff down on the table, not seeing anything of, out of ordinary. I'm, I can identify all the rocks, minerals, gems, everything he's got there. And um, <clears throat> I have a, a large understanding of minerals as well, or a ah, pretty good one. Um, so I understand what he's talking about. So we, we move on, and I'm like, okay, that was odd, because if you're drawing that much of my attention, there's a reason for it. So I thought, well... Something, who knows? Let's keep going. So I go down a couple more aisles. Um, so just, again, these people are lined up in the big aisles, kind of like a grocery store, but much larger. And I go down a couple more aisles, come around the corner, <clears throat> excuse me, under one of the other aisles, and I see another table set up that is basically just, like, flashing, etherically, like energy pulsing. Um, I'm not, not necessarily in a good way, just energy pulsing. So draws my attention. I look over there. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> he's behind there again. He's with his wife. So his wife, and I found this out when I went over to the table, because then he points me out, and I'm like, he goes, well, he was over in the other aisle. And we still chatted at this point at the second interaction. So I walk up to their table, and they have some different items. Um, what was it? I think it was more carved amber and different things. Nothing that really struck too much of my attention, except when I'm looking down. So he's still there, the same guy from two hours earlier. Now he's there with his wife at a new vendor spot. They had two spots, so that way I'm being clear here. And uh, he must have run. I don't know how he got over there, but he got over there. Um, And then I walk up to their table, and they have little glass cases in front of them. You can think of them as like a jewelry case. You might see some jewelry stores. to keep your hands off from touching. So they're, they're more expensive stuff was in there. And I'm looking around. I'm still feeling this pull. I'm getting a little nauseous. And I look over. And in this jewelry case is a little $1 bill folded up into the shape of a pyramid, of course, folded 
exactly in the shape around the eyeball and the pyramid on the back side. And this, so now you've imagined just a little, I don't know, two inch, whatever the size of the pyramid is on back dollar, folded just like that on display in the case in the middle of all his other trinkets. He was advertising, he was announcing what he was. And he was looking at me, I, and I didn't read him too much. Uh, I just wasn't interested in him. But when I looked down at that and saw, and of course I'm talking about the whole Illuminati and those, yeah, their little uh, thing. So I looked at that and then and there's probably 10 people around us. Um, they've gathered around while I'm standing there. And that's not by mistake usually when I'm standing there. So all of a sudden, again, I'm led there. Crowd gathers around. They don't, nobody knows who I am or anything like that. I look down, see the little, um, his little display, we'll say. And then the person with me, um, just quietly, I, I look over. I'm like, look, because they were looking at something to maybe buy. And I'm like, no, no, no. And so I get loud now. Not loud, but loud, full, just normal voice. And so everybody, again, we're all like shoulder to shoulder hearing me. I go, oh, look right here. And I, you know, I kind of point and tap on the glass. And I'm looking around while I'm making a big scene. If you get what I'm putting out here. And looking, eyeballing the guy. The uh, geologist and his, oh, he's a doctor or something too, and his wife. I'm like, look right here. And I'm talking to the person with me saying, this right here tells you do not buy. You don't want anything to do with it. And I'm just eyeballing the guy. He backs up five feet. And so does his wife. Don't say one word whatsoever. And then everybody else pays attention, scatters, leaves. I end up, Nancy, having to, um, what I call armor, of course, everybody listening here knows that. So, buckyball triple layer of love around those vendor sites because energetic again just because others don't see it like i do or perceive it they are on other levels they just don't have the visual that doesn't mean it's any less real so me knowing that that let's just say um <laughs> a rotten apple in the barrel two of them i'm gonna isolate in love those rotten apples so that they don't spread to the other ones and that's what was going on and blatantly again i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't happy from the metaphysical perspective because let's just say i can perceive a lot of this from my higher self and actually step into that role and i was pretty pissed off seeing that and how blatant uh that the fellow entities around me were being disrupted because it was affecting the auras i don't know what other trinkets he had in there uh, now i'm kind of regretting not looking a little deeper because whatever he was doing they were basically affecting people's auras um, and helping weaken them, the, vent, the uh, customers as they're walking by. So then I turn around. Oh, I didn't tell you the other half of the story, Nancy. I'll get to that. Um, armored them right there. And then we have to go back because we passed back to the vendors. And it's funny because the person with, I'm just leaving the name out for other reasons. Um, notice they go, ah, they know we're coming because they just backed up like 15 feet. And that the, whatever, geologist guy and uh, his wife, when I started coming back down the aisle and then Nancy at the very end of that aisle, I found the one Shungite dealer, really sweet, nice um, couple. I'll, I'll maybe share their info at another time when I have it in front of me. Um, uh, had packs of just big chunks of elite Shungite down, I don't know, a couple hundred feet away at the end of the aisle. And they had no idea about these people. And I was watching the interaction of the Shungite. I'm like, oh, this was no mistake. Them being placed, the Shungite dealers, uh, and they, they were just small. They were just had small bags. It wasn't like Shungite everywhere for days. Um, on the same aisle down the road from them, and it was, I don't know what to tell you. Visually, it was weakening the energy ball that was around the bad guys' vendor spaces. So the Shungite was having an effect, and of course, they could have been anywhere in the show, but the, the 
the vendors of the show have no idea that somebody's going to put a little eyeball thing and you know that that group i'll just say who had lots of interactions with um we're going to be there and then what randomly by coincidence which we all know listening is all bs shungai was placed right there for that so as they walked by those not so good guys they got cleared by shungai just down the line and that was awesome so i spread some energy there at the shungai um and hook them up some for uh, out of appreciation and i didn't spell all that out to them of, of course because that's you know not for everyone um it is for the show so there's something else and if you have any questions whatsoever either one of you please chime in i'm trying to think of what other interactions because there's something else that they did let me ask um, you let, let me yeah, ask okay. you did did um okay so they've got the illuminati symbol out on in their display do you think that they knowingly are trying to affect or that they're just part, you know, bit players and, oh, yeah, I'm part of the Illuminati? Do you think they that they why were they there? What were they doing? I mean, did um, they knowingly do it? Yes, they were both. Very, I looked at that. I'll look at that. Um, and I, they were both very aware, especially I'll just say the wife who never said one word. She couldn't even open her mouth when I walked up there. She just shut down. It was weird. And the person with me is like, and again, no interact. And I'm backing up. So first time at the next one, they don't know that I'm going to call them out or I'll just say affect them energetically. She shut down. It was weird. Even from, you know, if I'm saying it's weird, come on, I got some crazy ass stuff happening to me on a daily basis. So if I'm saying it's weird, it's really weird. Um, so she had to. Oh, somebody's looking through her. See, when I also talk like this, too, it just like everybody else, you'll get the visuals, your imagination layer that's real. Oh, there's my ears. Long story short, I'm tuning into it, so I uh, get an info on it right now. Uh, and I'll work that in in a second. It's kind of distracting. Um, so I can't focus too hard on that is what I'm saying. So she backed up, separated. Um, and then, yeah, everybody around us, too, were there for a reason because they all paid attention when I was calling them out. Um, and then, of course, left. So all those people were... Um, I'll just say assisted in not getting one of those energy trinkets. And yes, Nancy, he was aware um, because, yeah, um, I just, I could, I could pick, I could read it off him and then how he was talking to me too. But it was more so her. I think it was the the wife that was um, more so the one. So, and she, she was trying to read me by the way. Oh, there's more of that story too. So she was, I don't know, we'll use it loosely, a psychic uh, clairvoyant, whatever, because I can I can always pick up when people are pinging me because they're not going to get deep and far. And I have to catch them first. And so she was doing that. She was reading me. So what I'm thinking is, long story short, I'll give you behind the scenes chit chat. He picked up on me. And I'm not going to get into that one. Why? On the first aisle, he ran over to the next aisle to be there when I was coming back through because you know where I'm going to alert her that I was coming through. They were not aware that I'm aware if that makes sense, uh, on many levels. So they kind of, I don't know. Uh, I'll just say they messed with the wrong individual. Okay, um, ba- ba- back up. I'm getting that yeah. you should back up and tell why you said you, because of some interchange that you knew who he was. Yes. Okay. okay. I was chatting with him, and I can see the group behind. Again, I don't know how much to go. It sounds like no. You have to, Derek. Okay. Let Call go of the hesitation. Just tell the stories. Go with All it. All right, no problem. Because I usually think, don't get too woohoo on Shanghai reality. No, but... no, 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 no. I, I, okay. I know you do, and that's. I mean, don't get that out of your head. Just you know, right. we got to tell everything the way it happens. 
And there's some good uh, Blessed Be. Uh, I haven't tied it to whomever that is. Got a comment in there, by the way. Freemason. Uh, <laughs> yes. Put entities and items. Yes, they were doing that. I'm, I'm assuming in this chat, and I'll get to that, Nancy, in a second, that those listening, especially in chat, are reading between the lines with me. And I know they are. So they're getting what I'm putting out. I'm going to put out more, so I'm not saying I'm not. But I'm just saying that they're, I'm, from the few glances I'm getting to look at chat, they're cluing in. Uh, they're very aware. Um, so, yes, they were putting stuff and energy attachments on the people that were energetically led to that booth. They will go, I don't know why. I just have to buy this. And then they get it not knowing. And I'm not dissing that person for buying it because they're just following their intuition, what they think is intuition. But they're being energetically, um, hmm, I don't know, uh, messed with. I don't know how to put that one. So when I was back to you, Nancy, when I was chatting with him on the first aisle, I always have more to the picture so I can see behind him. And if all of a sudden, and it did, a group of, and this one, it was like five entities. You can say people, but they're in etheric form, so I'm saying entities, popped in behind him. That's his, air quotes here, group behind him. And when I get nauseated when the group pops in, because I'm, hey, could be a Sasquatch for me, all love and light or a little fair. Who the heck knows? I'm just open to more. So when they pop in, and all of a sudden, they start looking at me, sizing me, and that's what they're doing. So long, I'll just be blunt. Behind him, two feet up in the air from the chest. And I've never put this out for how it actually happens. Um, five entities from the chest level up from about your sternum. I don't know if this matters. I'm just putting it out. Sternum up are floating in the air behind him. And I can see that. And I can see, I can see all kinds of stuff. And that's what happened this time. So just for those that are interested in how I actually perceive things, it's not just third eye stuff anymore i'm assuming the third eye overlays onto physical reality and now it's all one for me is what it is and again i think we all do that it starts with like ooh, a spark in the corner of my eye or, and that's a whole rod and cone thing but anyway it's such that i can perceive them so when i see that group and i can feel it's everything at once it's not like it's like eating a bite of food you don't get a okay i'm gonna taste it now and then i'm gonna smell it and then i'm gonna feel it if it's hot no you're not you're doing it all at once so same thing, I'm perceiving those entities. So they're in front of me and their garb, their dress, the way they're I'm feeling, they're pushing feelings at me, not good ones, tells me enough. So that's why I shut them down, go, but there's no Illuminati symbols laying around there. So I just didn't hear in 3D, tie it all together. We walk away and if any, <laughs> funny, I didn't think about it, but if anybody looking at us would have seen me actually be bopping down the aisle after I walked away, uh, with the person, my arms are flinging in the air. I'm tearing stuff off of us. Just thinking, oh, you know, energy excess. You know, you know, just I'm not working into some story in my head. I'm living life as well. But when I'm picking up on the energy, it's not good. Ones, I'm like, ah. But I don't sit around and grabbing every energy that comes across me and you know go OCD on it until the second aisle instance. Um, then I picked up on that. So answering your questions, I saw who was behind them. They weren't they weren't good guys from my perspective. Um, and that's how I knew. Okay, so you you went on about your business, getting off the energy that you just picked up, because of course he was doing the same damn thing there, right? Oh, it is absolutely. It is his, his booth. Okay, so so you start going, and he realizes there's a problem in the room, and so he takes a shortcut to get to his wife to say we got a problem. But she probably didn't even have enough time to figure out what the problem was before she was seeing you, right? Oh, yeah. And she was trying to hit me etherically. Um, but I stay, again, just triple armored. So all they're going to pick up on is, oh, like big energy player, but they can't get past that with me. 
because um, I'm a, <laughs> for a whole other show, but I'm very aware. So you're not going to read me like you will. Uh, and I'm sure there's others like me. This isn't no Derek Eagle trip here. I'm just, remember, you told me to be blunt. So, and I by no means think I'm the only one. But I am there. So they're not going to read me. She was trying to penetrate. Look, she couldn't. Oh, and I squished. <laughs> I took that soccer ball and I, I was I pissed off. I'll just be blunt. Um, armored them. Three layer. We're getting that one layer and condensed it around their field. So their vendor spots, I'll just say I'll put their all their Illuminati crap energy from my perspective into a little buckyball of love in their um thing because there was no taking it away but i can affect it because i'm aware of that so long story short um <laughs> now i can't say that uh geez I got, i'm so limited sometimes others passing by them aren't going to be affected now so that's that's and it was meant to be for me to get by there i was led over there, the whole deal there's so many moving parts to stuff like this and i i can't say no any one is not more important than the other they're all important and then look at this we're talking about it so you're hearing woohoo Derek talking about you know, taking care of some some fools out there, and it happens, and it's not the only time. Um, others do it too, so we're all learning from it, is what I'm saying. So I think I'm thrust in these circumstances to get out there and do it because they know I'll run my mouth online and not be shy, which is why we it's, built mystical it, workers. It's um, called it's called a pathfinder. Okay, I mean, you, 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 we go out there because I'm definitely one of those people. You know, we go out there, we have these weird experiences and then we come back and we report them and once you again it's 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 all energy and it's all influencing the subconscious of man because the subconscious of man is really hooked into the super consciousness of all humanity so now that you've explained that to the rest of us we all have a, a new version of what is potentially real Okay, it's your decision. Do you believe Derek had that experience? I certainly do. You know, so if he had that experience, maybe it's happening to me and I'm not being aware of it. I'm highly protected. I don't worry about any of that because I'm highly protected. I know that. Otherwise, I never would have gotten this far. I've been too close to it for so long that, you know, but my job is to get out there just like your job is, have the experience, report the experience. So now it's in the subconscious and people can go, okay, what did they say? Let me see. And you start to get, you know, trying to remember what we, what we are saying. But in reality, your guides are going to lead you to hear what you need to hear to take the next step in your development. Okay. And this concept of, you saw a, an evil situation that was occurring, a specific one, a reality, right in your own, own, you know, space. So now you can do something about it, which you did perfectly. You know, you take energy, you put it in the shape of a C60, you layer it up like you did, full of love, and then you just surround these people in their booth and their energies. Contain it. You know, that's your reality. Go live in it, but the rest of us are going to be protected. You know, it's, it, it, it's, that's what everybody has to do. And it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be this dramatic seeing the Illuminati. And I mean, this is an amazing story. I love this story. You know, and going through that and then finding out that the Shungite is down the, you know, a few feet away that's going to clean everybody that goes through it. But again, the Shungite will automatically do that. 
plus the people that were behind it, like you said, they were sweet and nice, so their energy is there. So any of this crapola is not going to get out of the area. But again, by you understanding what's really happening, the Shungite, if if the if those people had understood what was happening, the Shungite itself, you could have, you know, said, just take care of this. Stop, you know, contain it. And it would be contained. We don't have to understand all the mechanisms of manifestation and protection. You have to trust that your desire, your emotional desire to stop this darkness from penetrating our reality will have it happen. They give us a lot of flexibility, I think, Derek, in how we react to things. It's it's that inner beingness of us that says, no, I'm not going to let this dark energy come out. That in and of itself, the intention, okay, we don't have to get into the details, but the fact that you can give people pictures of the way that you're doing it, which, you know, many people will have a different version of it, but the way you you give them a story to be able to work within the changing environment that we're now in, in and it's happening more and more. So um, a little bit of blab- babbering, but I think that I just, it's, it's so important to, for people to realize that it, if you just stay in, in an in a, in a essence of love and the intention to not let the darkness continue. And, you know, a lot of us, we don't we think about the light and love and everything, but you have to acknowledge there's a lot of darkness, a lot of gunk. And, you know, just contain it. You know, if you get all these things contained, then I don't know if it's up to us to decide what to do with them in the, you know, in the end game. But you can contain it all. Just take all this dark. Anybody, you're in the grocery store, you see some person that is, well, by the time I get there, they're all good people. But let's say you got somebody that's a little squirrely or a little angry or you can feel something negative off of them. You know, just put them in a put them in a in a, a C sixty of love, and and just you can control your reality by seeing and giving love, giving the energy that makes it better. Without you know a decision as to this that or the other thing, if they don't need it, they don't use it. If they can't e- use it, they don't use it. You're just offering it. And it's like you know anything else. Would you like some coffee? <laughs> Here, help yourself. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I just shared in the chat room. I want to mention a uh, a weird name, but that crystal—it's a quartz crystal point with what they call angel dust quartz crystals growing on it. And I know it's an unfortunate name that was taken back in the '80s or something or other. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking at it now in the picture. So it's a quartz crystal double terminated point with And we can talk about that in the next segment, too. Um, but I wanted to show that, too, a unique thing I uh, brought back from the show. Uh, what was it? I was gonna... Actually, Mark, do you have any questions or comments before we get too far off of those topics? Um, let me see. Yeah, so I guess as far as um, maybe you guys can comment on the Mercury retrograde thing, since that was brought up a couple of times in in chat regarding all this. But uh, I've been experiencing the same things, too. Um, So even though I'm taking different various, uh, what do you call it, um, like the nanosoma that 
Kerry Cassidy was uh, is promoting constantly. Um, that actually helped me with my uh, dream work a lot. So the increase of um, premonition um, dreams is is happening more and more. But this month it, it's really ramped up. So I do keep like a dream journal. Uh, let me see what I wrote. So. Um, let me see. Oh, so I've been able to uh, fly in dreams a lot, a lot more, like with more control towards like a lucid dream. Um, uh, what's another one? Um, yeah, I had another premonition dream a couple days ago, and then uh, symbols play a lot, a lot um, in, in in dreams for me too. So one of them was like, there's this um painting or something of like like a spiritual looking guy and half of it is like dark and the other half is light. So it's kind of a, um, uh, a person, uh, what do you call it? What's, what's the word? Like, um, standing in two circles in a way, like walk, as, as I was saying in chat, walking between worlds. So kind of like a, a twilight condition. That's the name of it. Um, from one of the modalities I take, but it, it's, um, being able to operate multidimensionally. Um, and I think we were, we were made for that too. So, uh, there's a really good YouTube, um, that, that really, that I saw from you guys explains it really well back in, uh, the 14th January. It, um, the, the channel is called awakening cosmic reality show and it's Ileana. It's part of the SSP super soldier thing. And they have like a, a panel of, of people, James ring, Michael Jaco talking about, uh, what's been happening, what's coming our way, and then uh, the things to expect, uh, different timelines, remote viewing, things like that. Really good discussion. Um, so that's still up on YouTube of, of like how and in the, that the cabal knew that we were moving into this um, part of the universe as an in- inevitable thing of moving towards higher consciousness. And some people call it 4D or the transition or both. So yeah i'm I'm noticing my my dream stuff getting more um uh ramped up um let's see what I wrote here what else <coughs> um, oh yeah and and for people's references um in some of the older shows cosmic reality um uh, uh Walt and Nancy always talk about working working in the shamanic realm so one of I like hearing the stories of of the working with the black line and the white line, the shamanic um, representations of Shungite. So people can always work with those as they need to. And um, uh, I think that's all I got, I got for now. But if, if you guys can comment on the Mercury retrograde thing and how to maybe surf through it and and what's that about from your perspectives. Okay, I'm going to let him talk in a bit, but I just want to say that we covered this. Interestingly enough, I think it was it was on the Say What show. Because um, I was having so many troubles, you know, and I'm going like, but it doesn't, you know, it's not going backwards. It's a perception thing. And so then Christia and Walt got into a discussion of retrograde and the symbolism within astrology of retrograde. And when Mercury is the the, uh, essence of communication, and what they said is that when you see it in retrograde it is in a uh, uh, let's say a form of energy which is either com- completely communications no problem or problems 
It's not in the middle. It's like when you get to the to the retrograde thing, it's always an extreme. But it doesn't mean it's an extreme an extreme for everybody. It's not all bad con- communications. It could be bad communications for some people and good communications for others. It's just the extreme. Um, I found that very very interesting. So I, I'm going to pass it on to, to. But we did have. I mean, this is something trending. This concept of retrograde apparently. So, um, Derek, what 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 do you want to say about it? Oh, sure. And I have no, um, I don't know, official training or anything like that. Um, again, I'm just a perceiver of energies. And I didn't even know what the Mercury retrograde, I'm going to make fun of it, thing was until a few years ago. And it's not just Mercury. There's Venus. There's other things that happen. And so I've since then, um, you know, gained some understanding of it. But so I'll just give you from not the understanding whatever they put online um, other than the little blurb I just shared in chat. But I can tell you energetically, um, wow, it's it's not that everything just goes to crap during that time. It does if you try and do things the same way as when it's not in retrograde. So I don't know how to describe that. Um, like a, a stream flowing kind of thing. Um, it's like in normal times when the stream's flowing, um, you can – get to the side easier by just staying on the surface meaning just kind of you can you can make decisions and have things work out energetically if you're in that normal stream mercury retrograde let's think of it as the snow melts going on up top of the mountain so there's a whole lot more going on different flows of the stream so if you try and do things the same way staying on the surface swim to the edge and get out it's not going to work that way because now there's other energies stopping you or having an effect on you so, but if you go underwater, and don't, don't take this as a negative thing, underwater maybe, and I just say this because I'm a diver, you don't have to fight those surface currents. You can remove yourself from those temporary ones and go underwater. What I'm telling you is literally if you swim underwater, you can avoid the surface energies and tensions on the physical as well. So I'm actually speaking literal, um, but tying it in to the, the mercury retrograde energy. So um, what I would say is, uh, and you don't, it, again, I have to go with the, the swimming analogy. Don't push too hard or you're going to be pushing against yourself. So I guess we can tie that into Mercury retrograde. And from my findings and understandings, and as I see the energies working, they're different. Um, and there's not a, well, it's four degrees this or that. that none of that makes any sense. So I just say different. So therefore, if you're on a new road or path or something and things are a little bit different, Mercury retrograde or, or another retrograde, Slow down a little bit, bit more. Perceive more of your reality because there's more speed bumps and things that can happen. And if we don't pay attention to that, realize, or like in that Illuminati uh, chat we just had, if I didn't realize the situation I was in, I bought one of their trinkets, brought it home, whole another drama to deal with. So be aware of our reality, even Mercury retrograde. So um, no quick decisions. You can make decisions that have changes. But sit on them for a little bit is how I'm finding works best. Slow it down. That whole swimming to the shore, again, you, you don't get as much pressure pushing against you as if you slow down. If you try and swim fast, you're pushing against that water resistance, the energy. See, see what I'm saying? So the quicker or more energy we try and move without um, choosing to affect it first, we're going to have more pushback. We're back in one of those comments, Nancy, where I have no idea if that made any sense whatsoever. Because it's hard things to talk about, especially from the energy perspective. When I can actually see, hey, what the heck, we're going all out in this show. Um, 
when I look at energies, and even though it's from a planet or universal energies, I can glance up. So let's say you're here in a session with me and you ask me to look at something like that. You're going to see me look over your head off to the right. And then all of a sudden I get a, I don't know, a hazy screen up there. It's not flat. It's in, it's got depth. So I don't know, a visualization. And I can see energies like whooshing through the air. And as I have a thought, I go, huh, I'm wondering what Mercury does when it does this. Literally, and this is how, for me, I don't know how I'm doing it. It just happens. That visual changes. And I get to see, yes, visually and feel it um, in, in my perception levels. So then I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Don't fight the, again, not that's why you all hear me struggling in these descriptions. Because how the heck do I describe well, if you move against this swoosh of white energy, I see floating in the space and time here. And with a feet, you know, it, it's just tough to talk about. Um, but it's all there. So what I would say is armor, what I do, I'll just put it this way. What I do in these times, armor my, go OCD on armoring many times a day. It's your imagination. You don't run out of them. So armor yourself. If you think about it, there's probably a reason you're thinking about it. If you see a soccer ball sitting somewhere and that ties you into that whole woohoo armoring thing, huh, not a coincidence. You probably want to armor again. Or ground yourself. Again, it's not random. So I would say pay attention to those those little tings in your radar, those, um, you know, things that grab your attention in these times and really pay attention. Otherwise, you're going to have big issues. So I, And I've done that, not thinking, and made wrong decisions or moves when I shouldn't have. And, yeah, they all went to crap. They fell apart. Um, you know, you know that, when you were – oh, you finished? No? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. When you were talking, I – was suddenly back in, um, oh gosh, I'm not even sure of the date, 92 maybe, when um, Jupiter got hit with the Haley Bop, uh, not the Haley Bop, uh, the uh, uh, Schumann, uh, no, what the hell was it? Shoemaker. The Shoemaker uh, meteorite that got too close to Jupiter and started falling apart and started hitting the planet. And the first big hit that was supposed to happen was I said okay let's let's just get everybody over here and we'll just you know be here and feel what we feel about the energies work with the energies because really nobody knew what could happen it was probably going to be nothing on the invisible but it turned out to be kind of big um or maybe it was the other way around I don't remember, but but visually they didn't see what they thought they were going to see. But energetically it was very interesting because we knew exactly the time that this was the first hit. This meteorite had, uh, well, it's not a meteorite until it goes through the atmosphere, but it was like a, a comet that had fallen. It had already gotten damaged, and then when it came around the sun and it got too close to Jupiter, the gravity of Jupiter just pulled it all apart, and so you had all these pieces coming down. And the first piece that hit, we knew exactly the time that it was supposed to hit. So we're out in the Merkaba. There's about 20-some 20, 20 people there. And we were, um, at that time, I don't know that we were playing music. I think we were just sitting around talking, waiting for this experience to happen. And so, you know, boom, it should have happened. We didn't have any electronics. So we weren't following it that way. Boom, okay, the time went by. Forty minutes later, there was this, I, I don't know that I heard the whoosh, but it felt like a whoosh. And this blast of energy just came right over us. 
And I'm looking at, and there, it had a purple glow to it. It was like a hue of purple. And everybody just stopped what they were doing. They're like, oh my God, what, you know. And one of the guys said, this reminds me of a hallucination. I think he said, he might have LSD or mushrooms, I don't, but he said, this reminds me of a hallucination from, you know, psychedelics. And it didn't last very long. I mean, again, you, you lose track of time, but I'm talking, it was minutes. But that was when I truly understood the connection between anything that happens to any planet out there and the energy signatures that we're receiving. So I, it just came to my mind when you were talking, and I wanted to share that. It's, um, and I, we, there was, I think, seven altogether, and we didn't do that big a group um, for the others because they were that was like on a Saturday or something. It just made for a big group. Um, but you would feel, you would feel, you definitely could feel, 40 minutes after anything was supposed to hit, you would feel an energy shift. None of them was as astounding as that one. But then again, when you get hit with that kind of energy, what kind of changes do you actually go through? I would think some. Maybe a lot. You'd think so. Yeah. So we're kind of here at the uh, top of the hour. We'll take a break, and then um, maybe we'll take a, a tour of your wonderful vines on your last trip. Along with your, oh. was there anything else you wanted to comment on that Illuminati thing? When you left, were they giving? Were they trying to give you, you know? Oh, they pulled back. No, they weren't doing anything. They they would literally physically walk back as I walked down back down the aisle too. Okay. Um, no, they'd step away from their table, sit their arms crossed, just watch me the whole time. Literally, as we walk by, because I'd glance by them like, no, they'd step away from their goods, everything, their energy just sucked in. Is all I can say. Nice. So, yeah, nice. But, uh, yeah. So, no, we're good. <laughs> okay, um, this is Craig Stewart, Shanghai, We the People, three minutes. We'll be right back. of the people is coming 
It's never gonna go away. And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It's January 25th, 2022. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Mark Joseph. So, um, are you guys back? I am. Awesome. Um, Mark, you back? Not yet. Okay. So, uh, you started out with a uh, image that you put into chat that is of a um, wand. We would call it a crystal wand. And you also had another group of them. I'm going to pull these things up into the chat. Anybody that is looking at the show photo as you're listening to this, um, all of these things will be up there. Oh, i got to figure out where I put you guys. Okay, there we go. So you also have this one, which is the, uh, a set of them. Oh. Why didn't it post? Uh, you tried to post in the chat room or something? Yeah, it might have been me. Let me just try this again. <laughs> eh, okay. Okay, I heard what Mark said. Okay, so let me try this again. Um, I'm not sure why it wouldn't open. It should be... Nope, it's not opening. Huh. I'll throw it in there, but I wonder. You know why? why? It's because I thought they I these I thought these were JPEGs, but they're not. It's H E I C. Oh, my phone does that. It's by through the image in the chat room again. Okay. All right. So, um, in the chat room, in the in in the middle of the, um, and again, you can click on the picture. It's going to blow it up, and if you click on it again, you'll see it in a, a separate window. Um, but in the middle of it, you have the a series of these wands. Is that one in here, or is no. this an, that's nope. another one? Okay. Totally different thing. These are Vogel crystals. They're called Vogel, well, I don't know, just crystals, but they're wands, and they're very specifically shaped or faceted 
on the three edges, the long surface and then each of the tips because they're um, double terminated. Now, those are energy tools I use here in my office, remote as well. So those are something that makes no difference, again, if you're in my office or remote. I can pick up one of those Vogel. Is, I'm saying V-O-G-E-L, um, or is it A-L? I think it's E-L. Uh, and those are that's a smoky quartz. Again, those looking at the photos or on YouTube later. Um, we're in the center picture here with the four crystals, and the top one's a smoky quartz. And then they just go down from there to uh, just different hues of clear quartz crystal. And they all have different numbers of facets. So polished sides, and you can kind of see that on the top one, Nancy, the the deep smoky quartz one, where you see it's kind of the lines going lengthwise. It's actually faceted. Um, and you that picture's not, I didn't know we were showing that one online. I didn't think about it when I gave it to you, but there's you don't see any of the rainbows in there, but they're all throughout there um, through these different crystal points. And they're they're energy tools, of course, very strong ones. They only came in a my understanding here in the last year or so when I got my hands on one and it was shown to me and I checked into it. And so long story short, I, uh, I picked up those three, the three clear ones or smaller ones at this last, and they were the only three at the entire show, Nancy. And then, uh, and I actually passed by one of them, not knowing it at first and then came back around and it was still there. So they were all three just kind of, let's just say shoved in front of me. Um, and they all came back to mystical wares with me, as you can tell. And they're sitting on a, big red it was a fallen redwood tree that they harvest down there but it's a, a piece of redwood slab that they're laying on for those that asked me earlier about what type of wood that was so those are again bogle crystals or you know energy tools wands lots of names okay can you you describe how you would work with one of those for i mean like i've had, mm, sure. had my possession but i don't i never really worked with them like you do Oh, these are cool. They're crazy cool because I brought one out only one time because I learned from it in a class. I had a class here at Mystical Wares. I don't know, 30, 40 people in it sitting in front of me. Um, so you just get the visual. And I brought it out. I think it was in maybe energy class. You know, I rename them all kinds of crazy things. But it was clearly some type of energy class I was giving. So I had the tool out there. Um, and I picked it up. And I'm going to answer your question in a minute. I picked it up and was showing it to people. And so do you know what that whole pop is it pop-a-mole or whack-a-mole or something like that? That whack-a-mole game where the little heads pop up in arcades and you hit the mole's head with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, am I like the only one? That, so whatever. So the wha- I think it's whack-a-mole. What happened in the class was I took the wand and I'm, I'm just, you know, chatting, giving a spiel, not paying attention to what I'm doing. And then somebody asked a question. So I turned to face them and I'm holding the wand. And so then it points across the people, just the people in there in the class. And that's when whack-a-mole started happening. Uh, all of a sudden, people just start, and nobody knew I was going to, I didn't know I was going to do that. I literally just turned around. Um, it wasn't some big magic moment <laughs> initially. And then the whack-a-mole thing, so people start jumping up in their seats, you know, every other person probably. And then the other one's just shifting or something. And then they all start chiming in, like, what did you just do? What happened? I'm like, and I, I paused I'm like, I didn't do anything. I wasn't, like, clearing y'all. I wasn't doing any of the woohoo stuff. And then I look at my hand, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm holding the Vogel, which was charged with love. So long story short, they all got an instant clearing in the classroom all at once and had no idea what was happening. Even I didn't know I was going to do it, um, which is something to give me the cool point in the background. And neither did they. Nobody involved knew, but let's just say the, the um, etherics and the energies. So it wasn't a planned thing. Nobody knew the person sitting next to him was going to feel it or that one or this one, you know, the whole deal. 
So it was one of those, you know, moments I sometimes talk about. It was for everybody there, so they all saw. Um, and then I'll spell it out to one degree or another for whomever's in the class. So um, they get their understandings. But as now back to it. So I wanted to explain that. It can be, it, it just happens. You don't even have to know about it. Again, so in that example, even Woohoo Derek didn't know I was going to turn around and zap everybody with a love beam. Uh, and that's what it does. And I'm, again, making fun of it. But it makes a toroidal shape at the end. And I don't know if this is put out anywhere by, I think, Vogel is a person's name that started this cut. Okay, okay, okay. When you say the end, you're talking about the the smaller point, not the bigger point. Actually, both, to be honest. Really? Okay. Have an active toroidal, uh, I don't know. I'll just say it's almost like a double one. Long story short, I hold up my hand, generate the heart chakra love frequency. The smaller end is pointed. It's like it's, I don't know, an antenna picking up the love charge, the intended frequency. And it amplifies, and it's weird in a cool way, out the front, so a big old fat donut that you would think would be like pulling your hand down if it had actual weight to it. And then it's very directional. like Because often crystals will be, boom, kind of spread out. It's like turning on a stereo. Well, everybody gets to hear it to one degree or another. <laughs> the Vogel is very directional, hence the facets, I guess. And again, I have no idea what that, those who cut them put out on this, um, so, you know, like a blind taste tester here, and that's what it does. So then I'll use it for healing. I'll just, long story short, I'll just use it as an amplifier for love frequency around the person so they heal themselves. We're all healers. So, um, and that's how I use it. And it's just stupid powerful. Okay, um, what, what, you're, what you're saying is that a toroidal, <clears throat> excuse me, a toroidal field, which looks like a donut, comes off both ends simultaneously? Yeah. Okay, so obviously you've got quantum entanglement with those two fields. They spin too, by the way. And then uh, and they well, add on, course, so you get yeah. the whole recipe. Right. There is many facets or rainbows within these, not facets, um, fractures within these mobile crystals. And if you look at them visually in your eyes, you'll see them. I mean, just crazy rainbows everywhere. And the, the, the smaller end that's pointed towards me spins counterclockwise. The fatter end, the whatever wider end spins from my as i'm looking at it down spins clockwise and then the energy passes through gets whatever frequencies for that person they're not getting my recipe they don't need my recipe of frequencies so my intention when i'm holding this energy tool is what's in alignment let's just say bob is in front of me what's in alignment with bob's higher self energetically and then that's what happens and because all frequencies are available within this energy tool that's what he gets. So I'm really not doing anything. I'm just the, the waiter uh, walking out of the tool. And then the people take care of themselves. And then, you know, I'm aware enough to realize don't bring in a, you know, bad tools, we'll just say. So anyway. Well, I, any th- I, I, th- I think that, that, that what happens is that you've got the two toroidal fields. come. It's almost like the <laughs> crystal is split in the middle. And you've got two separate crystals that just happen to be joined as far as the way the the wave is moving type of thing but it's, it, when when you have that what what's really happening isn't that your intentions are traveling through the crystal it's your intentions because you're interacting with one toroidal field is then programming the other toroidal field because of the quantum entanglement does that make sense 
Yeah, the, the, no, that's good. The wand and me are a filter that we're, let's just go with the water analogy on your, your Brita filter, whatever, a house filter. <clears throat> we're setting the frequency or intention within that. And that's why it's all moving, by the way, because I can see it structuring. So, um, I don't know, as the, as the energy and intentions, which are the same thing, pass through the crystal, they actually get all shook up, which is a good thing, into, let's call them puzzle pieces, into the puzzle meant for that person. So I can just see that's what's happened is, is the energy shoots through. Sometimes it looks like it's all getting like blended and moved as it gets. It's like taking a, a set frequency or a song with certain lyrics. Take all those lyrics, restructure them. You can have a whole new song. And for you, maybe it's a love song. Put those same lyrics in a different order. It can be a really not so good song if you think about it that way. And I'll have to work on that analogy, but <clears throat> it, it, that's what it's doing. It's realigning or restructuring frequencies for that individual. If that made sense. Um, so anyway, did you want to talk about any of the other photos or more of that? Yeah, yeah. Let's. Um, let's work. Well, first off, let, let's go to the hearts. Okay. And again, if you've got the picture in front of you and you click on it and get it in its own uh, window, it's going to be really blown up. And those hearts that you have there. Now, if you look at that. <laughs> reflection that goes right down the middle of it. That's what I was talking to you on the phone about. Yeah, it's, it's really strange because if it was just simply a reflection, why is there those bands at the top and sort of down just below the middle of it? Why are those bands? It, w it seems to me that if it was a reflection, it would have been all the way up. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, no. Okay, yeah. No, what you're seeing there is the... Okay, so, of course... Well, let's talk about the heart first. Or, I don't know. I'm, we're talking about the unusual, very unusual, blue quartz crystal heart. And that heart is probably 40 pounds. Eh, maybe 30. I don't know. It's it's heavy. It's not some light... It's not a little thing. Um, if I, I could put both of my open palms, fingers spread out on that heart, and I wouldn't encompass the whole thing. Just so those looking at the photo get a, an understanding. I should have put my hand, and that's my hand with some, on the bottom crystal sphere with some cosmic silver shungite bracelets on. Um, and that's that big 150-pound quartz ball. But I'm just telling you visual perspective here. So that, and that's a blue quartz, like I was saying. Very rare. You almost never see it. It has to be, of course, in a quartz pocket, a certain unique mineralization to even get those hues or colors of blue. Because you don't get to just walk around picking up blue quartz crystals. So when they find one, and of course, you know, so, even okay, in, in the in the picture, it's more of a grayish. But you're saying that in the sunlight, it's really blue. Yeah, it's a bluish purple. I'm sure somebody, an artist, would say, "Oh, it's this color." But well, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, right. But it's it's a, a hue between purple and blue, and it's called blue quartz. Nice. So, that's what I can tell you on that one. And it's very unique. You don't see blue ones. like Yes, there's artificial ones that can get treated called aura quartzes or whatever. But this is natural. And it was, a, yes, the largest. I'm going to make this comment a few times during this presentation. But this was the largest uh, quartz crystal heart in the entire show of all of Arizona as well that was there. Um, I mean, Mystical Wares is built on and with and around love. So we want to have more of that. So I like to bring these things in. So people get that, oh, my gosh, it's just that good feeling of love and, you know, those moments. So a lot of benefits come from things like this. So that's why I picked that up, by the way. And then behind it, Nancy, 
you know, we have that local artist. So you're seeing in the top left corner there, a rose quartz heart, a couple of them, different sizes, copper tree wrapped. Those are those ones that are available on mysticalwares.com's website if you're interested. And then just other little crystal um, and or soda light bowls. Um, those may be available online too. I don't know. Um, is what those all are. So that's the hearts that you were wanting to talk about. Did you want to go on to another photo or? No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, let's go down to the bottom three. And I took you took a, a, a got that big one that you got your hand on in the second uh, the second vi- visual, but that one in the middle of this is what you've got your hand on, correct? Yeah, that's the same photo. The one on the bottom left and the one with my hand is the same 150 pound. Uh, clear quartz crystal sphere. You know, they call them crystal balls way back then. And that, yet, was, again, the largest one at the entire show there as well. Um, and you can see it. That's why I gave you a photo next to some other Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's probably two foot across. I mean, I, well, maybe not two foot. I don't know, foot and a half. Who knows? You can see my hand on it. Um, it's a big sphere. And uh, let's just say it wasn't easy lifting and getting up there either. So that's a... Another unique piece. And you're seeing it, yeah, you're seeing it right. There's little orange or yellow uh, inclusions, it's called, in there. Um, and that's just different mineralizations. You get enough different inclusions in quartz. They're going to call it fluorite. They're going to call it this, that, and the other, or citrine. And we'll get into that sphere on the top here in a minute, um, the multicolored one. But that's a, yeah, straight up, you know, legit crystal ball. Uh, and those are awesome. And a whole other show, Nancy. But crystal balls are legit, just like everything else, for scrying. And I'm not talking, you know, bringing the bad guys, this, that, and the other thing. It's an energy tool. Depending on the user, it's good or bad, just like a knife. It's a tool or a weapon. Be smart, and you can cut your butter with it. You know, so there's there's good things. Um, So for scrying, same thing like our Shungite coasters that we've talked about before, little black coasters you can look into. And then your third eye will overlay imagery. Same as this crystal ball, those um, little fractures inside give off, again, frequencies. Long story short, the ingredients your imagination uses to give you a visual. So that's why these scrying balls or crystal balls actually work. And you don't have to be, um, you know, trained in it or something like that. You have an imagination. And it it hides. It gets more and more. So you don't just stay in your imagination. You'll start seeing visuals. But anyway, that's why I brought in that, that unique piece and size so people, because of course they walk in the back room and all of a sudden their hands are outstretched and boom, next thing we know their hands are on it uh, and touching it with, with every one of these pieces actually. Um, just like the healer's quartz crystal sphere to the right on the bottom right, which is just stunningly beautiful with all those gold and some looks like little black striations in there um, or little filaments and things. So that's again, that's called healer's gold another. And I only showed that one because... Often people aren't aware of the blue quartz, like I said, or the healer's quartz on the bottom right. Um, and then that's that one. And we can get into more specifics on any of them, but I'm going to jump to the the one that actually made it here in um, mine and Jalissa's office, which is in the top center. Uh, and I've never <clears throat> seen one like this either. So I'm talking about the sphere. That's Half of it is rose quartz. The middle portion You're all looking at it, probably, is citrine quartz, and then the other side is clear quartz, all in one sphere. That to be found like that, and then turned, somebody had the wherewithal to put those different 
well, we'll just say colors, but energies and frequencies together and take advantage of that combination and turn it into a sphere. And then all of a sudden it found its way in front of me and back in my office, our office here. So I wanted to share that one um, as well. And how big is that one? Well, that one's probably, let me turn around and look right now, know, 10, 10 to 12 inches across. So it's not small. I mean, yeah, it's smaller than a bowling ball. So, but I don't know. So whatever, 10, 11, 12 inches. So it's good size. I mean, it's big. It's 20 pounds probably. It's not a little tiny thing. Um, the Another really cool, uh, is it blocked? No, it's my screen. Is the top right, um, which is mind-blowing as well. I don't know. All of a sudden, I came across just the the land of the giants and then different vendors as well as um, as well. So not all in one place, but the top right image I'm now talking about is a huge free form polished piece of rose quartz. That's, I don't know, two foot tall, probably uh, probably another, you know, 150 pounds. You, visual, the image does nothing. It looks like it could be a little tiny thing the size of your hand if your hands are on. So it's the size of that crystal ball, but taller, um, probably twice that height that we brought in as well. And I'm showing it because of that coloration. It is so deep, dark pink that it's almost purple. So it's, it's like beyond amethyst, um, but or beyond rose quartz, but it is a rose quartz free form piece. And you're definitely not seeing the shape of it. It's like curvy, um, wavy sort of thing. If you were have your hands on it on the other side, so there is shape to it. It's not a flat thing. Um, and it's a massive piece as well. I don't know if you had any questions on any of those, but you know we like to bring in those those shock and awe pieces for people to enjoy. Fascinating. <clears throat> I'm so envious that you get to do all this. <laughs> of course, oh, it, yeah. it, it is <laughs> quite a trip. Um, and speaking of the trip, um, okay, you've made this trip back and forth so many times. Was there anything notable or changed since the last time you went down there? Uh, you mean in the area? In the environment, you know, I mean... Oh. Is there more 5G? Is there oh, yeah. uh, whatever anyway. whatever you're seeing? Everything. They've even got cell towers in um, quartzite that are at human height. They, they're not even trying to keep it away from people. Yeah, they've got a new one there now that's, I don't know, you reach up and touch the bottom uh, trans, you know, the trans receiver. There's different names, I'm sure. That's probably a question for Wall. But no, they're, they're like, I mean, low down to the ground. It's crazy. They're not even putting these antennas up in the up in the air anymore. So that's different energy wise. Oh yeah, there's it's it's different almost every time. But remember, I perceive a lot of energy, so I can't say no no big darkness came over. You're not asking that anyway. But no, nothing like that happened. I would say it's a more active. I'm gonna say chaotic because it is being dealt with that and the people there too. I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of people. So courtside Arizona during these shows. Um, and I've been down there for decades because my dad lives in Quartzsite, um, and I used to as well. But so I'm very familiar with what I'm saying. So it used to be hundreds of people, then thousands. And it's literally in the past three years since we've been doing these shows, hundreds of thousands of people now going down there in their RVs. And I don't remember the movie, but there was some movie out recently. One of these people told me about down there, um, the RV life or the van lifestyle that a lot of people are, are choosing right now or being forced to choose. Um, Anyway, I'm bringing that up because there you can camp for free, um, just move every two weeks, five feet, and you're good. And the BLM 
um, Bureau of Land Management uh, desert spots. So they're going down there living is what I'm telling you in the desert. So you can look out and see um, just hundreds of thousands of RVs, you know, this, that, and the other. And those are those individuals that are then going in and going to these shows. Why was I telling you that? Oh, because all the chaos, uh, and it's not just chaos, because a lot of people, I mean, pick a city, you got a lot of people there. It's, I don't know. I'd have to say it's like everybody's out of their normal environment. So they're all off kilter, including myself. And the more we realize it, then the less we show it, meaning, you know, you don't make as many mistakes. But I'll tell you that is, is because of the high energy environment we're all in. And then it, many hundreds of thousands of people leaving their normal environments where they kind of have an energetic footing, kind of. And then they go to this one that's even more chaotic where <laughs> and it's painfully stupid, obvious on the chemtrail. Oh, there's my ears on the chemtrails just laying over quartzite and go 10 miles out. There's nothing. It's just that pocket, that patch on top of the people. And then you see it's it's I've been watching that for years, too. So then they're heightening it and there's toxins straight up in these. That's probably a whole nother show as well. Because I looked up, thinking the normal chemtrail, the barium, the strontium, blah, 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 other metals and stuff that then they're charred. I'm thinking all that. These ones, they were straight up, yeah, not putting good stuff in. Um, and it's, I, I have to see if I have the pictures. Usually I delete them, but I'll get some. I go back in two weeks. Um, I'll get fo- photos of the distinct, um, how they're keeping it just above the people in Quartzsite. I mean, it's out there in the middle of the desert. It's really obvious to have these distinctions because you're not over city. Oh, a patch or a chemtrails. It's a flight path. No, you'll see the planes turn on the chemtrails over that. And then magically they shut off just in that whatever many mile vicinity in the sky. So I'll capture some more of that stuff. And the only reason I'm mentioning that is because uh, you asked about, you know. Did I well, yeah, yeah. The- did you did you think to um, engage the Shungite in dispersing the chemtrails? Oh, yeah, we do that all the time there. And then we'll spread it in the desert and, of course, fling it outside our windows. And I'll go up there and because, yeah, I was, yeah, I got to keep a lot of it vague. But, yeah, so, no, when I'm down there doing stuff, no, I definitely do that. Uh, I'm in that environment. I'm in a clean house. I'm going to, let's just say, open a window and get the smell out. I have to be down in that environment. So I'm going to make sure it does. Um, but they keep coming. And then they'll double. You'll see them in the middle of the night. Because uh, we'll go out there in the middle of the night and just imagine the, you know, the desert, the stars and all that. So we'll go out there and see that. And then you'll see the planes turn on, spreading the chemtrail just over Quartzsite, nowhere else. And then they shut off about, eh, I'll guesstimate, five miles out past that. Uh, and then they fly on into Phoenix. Okay. I've had whole apps. Go ahead, Nancy. Well, well okay. Oh, well. The next time you go down there, um, <laughs> Yasmin, let's program the Eagle to be able to dispel it they're not going to be able to do it just you know eagle keep those skies clear unless it's not just another opportunity to test the the systems as i would like to say go ahead no you there's also apps i have an app on my phone you can get it open it up it's of course gps link look up it will tell you the plane's flying over you and this is a free app they maybe have a paid version and it'll tell you what plane's over you, where it's going. Is it FedEx? Is it you all? Is it blah, 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 blah? Well, I'm not a fool. I open up the app out there and try and look and see. Apparently, they're ghost planes, Nancy. So, Oh, sure. Oh, of course. Everybody knew where I was going with that one. Um, and that's what they'll do. And then some of them, yeah, anyway. So that stuff happens. Okay, I have a question about the picture with the, your hand on the ball. Right to the right, down in the corner, so to speak. 
there is a I'm assuming it's it's a sphere and it looks to me like it's got sphal is that a sphalerite stone you know what I'm saying the one that's got the little red on the top of it you see it I'm not, you said the bottom right picture Bot- the right the the center picture with your hand on it if you look down in the right corner oh um let me let me ask is Jalissa came in yeah, I think it's a polychrome. She's going to go actually grab the sphere. Go but grab I that a, sphere. I want to know what that is. It's cool. We got several. And if you look at the picture to the left as well, you see the same one in there and then others similar. So it's a, she's going to come tell me. But it's a polychrome jasper is what I think she's going to come tell me. And um, and that one to the left of you that looks like a globe, it's got the brown and the green and stuff in it. On the bot in the and the one on the left hand side. Same one. The bottom. Same type same, of it's, okay, same growth. thing. Sometimes oh, we call pitcher jasper or polychrome. Which one was it to listen? Oh she has it. Oh, it's not is it marked? Can you ask Olivia? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That is the one though. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be right back. We're gonna ask the genius of the, the mix on the rocks, and that's my daughter Olivia. I mean nature is so Absolutely oh. astonishing, you know. The, I'm, I'm, maybe I will go. Oh, we can't do video. Maybe I'll get a video of all this stuff. But if I actually took the time and zoomed in and did a quick video on the spheres, people's minds would be blown at what's available out there. Um, it's there's so much more than you'll see the typical, um, you know, rock or gem shopper online. That as I'm seeing going to these shows, you get the really unique things. Hence, blue quartz hearts that are twenty, thirty pounds or hundred fifty pound crystal balls. I mean, just unbelievable things. And that's why I bring them back. So everybody can enjoy them. And, well, even in this case, you know, we at least get to talk about them on air and see the picture. Granted, here in person, it's, it's a lot more fun. Um, what'd she say? Yeah, polychrome. Polychrome, yeah, it was polychrome jasper is what that one was. Interesting. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll set that little little pretty one aside for you, Nancy. It'll, it'll, well, don't send um, it to me immediately. I've still got to get some other stuff. I've run out of stuff. Okay, well... It's sitting here on my desk. It'll park here until you're ready. Let me know. Now, let and me, that's a one because it's an eye almost. Huh. Um, let me let me ask you something. Um, the <clears throat> oh shoot, it's the five G thing. I wanted to ask you something about five G. Shoot, I just got blasted. I I can't look at these pictures. I get energy blasted. Um, no, go on. I'll think about it. But it's um. The, the, your, your ability to go okay this is a question I have about this most of this, these stones that you're seeing are from Brazil I would assume uh, crystals are from Brazil um, yeah stones around the planet it depends which, which mineral or stone we're talking about but the quartz crystals Arkansas or Brazil I was going to say because I understand that Brazil has got the um, largest uh, deposit of of quartz that they know of, but Arkansas has the purest. <clears throat> Would you say that? I mean, there's always intrusions yeah. and stuff in the Brazilian stuff, but you get stuff from Arkansas, and it's uh, you know crystal clear. You don't see very many inclusions. Yeah, Arkansas <clears throat> has uh, really good stuff, and that's that where that angel dust one that I was showing you with the angel dust on it um, was. Now you know there's a there's a story about the Arkansas. Supposedly, this is like the second largest, uh, you know, deposit that they know of. But supposedly, at the time of Atlantis, 
there were five major crystals. And at least three of them got taken and put in the caverns in the center of the, the quartz uh, vein, let's say, that goes through that whole area. And so there's some huge, I mean, unbelievably huge crystals, three of them, uh, down there. Have you ever detected anything like that? Uh, no, not as far as uh, energetically or anything. No. Yeah, no, I'd have to look for something. Yeah, it's an old story. You know, years ago I heard it. And I found it. Well, I actually, you know, I, I checked with my guides. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> you know, oh, okay. <laughs> One of them's a blue thing. Interesting. I don't even know if they're natural or man-made. but Because they were, yeah. u- they were using crystal, you know, energy systems and com- computers and everything else. Very heavy in the computers. I mean the crystals. Yeah. Yep. No, there's a lot of cool stuff in Arkansas. Mark, do you have any questions or comments or? Um, the five G topic is is pretty big as far as um, updates from last week in in the news in general. So maybe <clears throat> you and Derek can comment on that later in, in regards to like, uh, you know this this whole thing with with the airports and airlines. Because we've known for a while, even through like uh, someone that listened to uh, Dr. Jack Cruz and his um, forums and interviews, that hospitals and airports have been 5G for years now. So I don't know what what the um, uh, all of a sudden attention it is for for this month. I mean, it could <clears throat> have something to do with um, the incoming energies and our and our transition into 4D. Uh, maybe you guys can get into that later, but. I, I'll um, tell you, I think that what the problem is, is that they've realized the connection between the vaccinations and the 5G. Remember, in, you know, the, the, the Institute for Health came out with that report saying that 5G is having an interaction with all sorts of things. And, you know, and, and people on the, the airplanes, you know, pilots are having all of the symptoms and dying because they've got the vaccination in them. On top of that, you've got a 5G environment that could exasperate it. And what they don't know is that you've been basically in the same environment for years. You know, so, and and how are they going to tell the people, oh, you know, you've really been in it for years, you know, you had fools. I mean, it's just like lie after lie after lie. So whatever they're telling you, you know, it's it's probably not the truth. Not Jack Cruz and the others, but I'm talking about the if you're just watching, you know, yeah. mass media. Any comments, Derek? No, no. Um, well, I missed part of that little speaker issue on here. I was changing speakers over, so I missed part of the Jack Cruz. No, I, I missed what you were talking about on that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I just be totally honest. That's what happened here on this end. So I'm like patched back in there. Who you guys talking about? I'm like, ah. No, we were talking. We were talking about the. Um, the the FAA wants to uh, okay 5G on the planes. Oh, and the, that the, makes sense what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, and I'm saying that you know he, he uh, Mark pointed out that they've had 5G on them, and it's my feeling that you know somebody out there knows the interaction between the vaccinations and the 5G. Why are we having a lot of pilots having problems? Well, they're sitting in a 5G uh, microwave. Oh yeah, absolutely. And vaxxed. 
and Baxed. Uh, well, see, I think I'm, I'm in a position where, well, what's, how's it going to affect me? I'll just tell you. Uh, we've had medical doctors, and I work with a lot of them, um, who will have told me and others, do not get the vaccine. It's antagonizing cancers. And they have to have the nurses leave the room before they say it. That's not, I'm assuming others know that. Um, and that's, yeah, happens more and more. They're straight up saying, you know, nurse, leave the room because, you know, it'll cost them their practice and this, that, and the other. Oh, no. And this is straight up, uh, yeah, direct information. And I'll just put it that way. Um, yeah, it's crazy. That's exactly what it's doing. Well, it, it, my thing is that if we if we know this information, then there's pilots and other people out there that know the same thing. They're not getting the press. That's what we're afraid of. They're not getting that kind of press. It's like, you know, all the dangers of 5G, you know, it can. I don't even know why they're they're saying that 5G is dangerous to the planes. I, I because I haven't been following it because to me it's a you know, a nothing story. And I'm glad you're, you're, you're fighting it because it is 5G. But um, at the same time, it's like there's more and more disclosure as to the dangers of this, that, and the other thing. Let's put it that way. People are waking up. So I think it's, uh, you know, I won't get on a plane. That's for damn sure. If you look in the uh, chat right now, you're going to see another image I just did for you. No, I don't blame you. I'd avoid planes if I can help it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> That's too cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks what, kind of maybe wow. like Africa. I don't know. Kind of look, remind me of Australia. Oh, there you go. You're right. That's better. Yeah, so it's... I'll leave it parked here on, a, on my desk until you're ready. So um, I don't know if we touched all the topics we were going to... We still got twenty minutes. What were we talk? What were we going to get? Into? Mark, did you have uh, other topics or questions or comments we wanted to get into? <clears throat> yeah, just um, following up on what Nancy was talking about. Where any highlights with your uh, drive down or up to um, up back from, from Arizona? And um, yeah, just the, the lay of the land of five uh, G, like the, the street lights and. Um, in any of the highways, freeways, and if you noticed, um, black light street lights at night, because um, that's starting to become a thing in, in, in oh, yeah. at least some smaller towns. And so I posted <clears throat> in the Shanghai Facebook group that um, uh, a portion of them are being used for uh, possibly 7G and um, uh, messing with with brain stuff and, and, and emotionality. Go ahead. I did, yeah, and I saw some. Of the, I know the street lights you're talking about. Um, they're like uh, I even call them black lights, and I have some here. I don't know if they're actually in that UV range or not. Um, but yeah, they're like well, they look like black lights, kind of like a purple hue coming out of them. Yeah, I've seen those. Um, everything. Pick your trip. I go down there. Who knows? Pick each year, four, five, six times a year. Um, usually on the high end, and there's always more of everything you just said. All of it from. Okay, Bakersfield, I'll get some examples here. So there's just blanket statement and everything. Uh, Bakersfield, California, massive amount. And in the fields for some reason, because I try and avoid the, you know, the L.A. area and the bigger highways and just, you know, sneak through the, the back areas I know. And out there in the um, whatever, it doesn't matter if it's almond fields or whatever, there's all kinds of um, crops out there. 
they're putting antennas and actually stringing stuff across the highway now. So I actually, they forced us on this one highway to drive under um, a, a blanket antenna. So get a visual two lane highway, we're driving down it. Think like six metal telephone pole size poles on each side and probably a hundred, not two, not three, at least a hundred um, wires. I'm just gonna call them parts of an antenna crossing the highway. So long story short, you're driving down and there's gaps between these wires. So you can look out, you, you know what you're in. My ears just lit up again, which tells me I need to look more at that, by the way. If I ever make that comment on air, it's like, make a note, fool. You need to look at that some more. So I need to try to remember that. Um, so you're driving through a metal mesh. And then you can, well, I'll tell you what I picked up on it about a mile away. And you just feel it, a tingling, a, uh, what is that sensation? I don't know, a static in the air would be a good thing. And then that static, and you can feel it. Uh, on just many levels so my nerves start like shaking and, and tinging and i can hear it and there's just, uh, lots of lots of senses heightened in that environment as in and more so as i get closer and then you can straight up feel it so of course as we approach it i'm just armoring the heck out of my truck or whatever um and then making sure that it doesn't affect us too much but you're still feeling it physically so they're doing that and i don't know you know what they're doing they're definitely zapping you and I, I didn't tell you. So it's about 100 foot, <clears throat> maybe 50. So I don't know, five, six car lengths, something like that, whatever length that truck length. So, you know, I don't know. Again, 50, 60 foot. A decent distance of this mesh antenna they have around. And then there's big inverter, bo- you know, I don't know if it's an inverter, but power boxes, we'll just say, because I don't know what's in them on each side. And they're forcing everybody to drive under. And they're all, I'm talking about these, this antenna mesh thing or whatever it is, 20 feet above you, not like up hundreds of feet and connected this that, and the other. So we're being channeled through there. Um, so that happens. I don't have a whole lot more input on that other than it's very disruptive messes with your thoughts. So as you approach it, your thoughts get uh, soft. If that's a thing, hard to hold on to. Um, it's probably a better word than soft, but I'm just telling you, that's hard to keep track. And then I'd have to armor, then I can stay focused. Um, physically, sensation-wise, yeah, it'll, your your skin will burn a little bit. Not like where you're screaming about it, but you enough to draw your attention. I'll put it that way. Okay, um, so let me I, let me, let me jump in here for a minute. The feelings that you're feeling, you know, when you go through that, mm-hmm. imagine the microorganisms in the field that are making all those plants healthy. If they're putting the the five G in those fields. It's going to kill off all the microorganisms in the in the in the land. This is another one of their agendas, in my in my opinion of what you just said to me. Yeah, who knows? I mean, some kind of experiment or something. I mean, because it's over the road. They could have gone under the road. They could have done. No, I'm talking about what's in the fields. Oh sure. Oh no. You know, and and the stuff over the over the uh, highways. Anybody that would have to go under those, it's only a matter of time before they're going to kill themselves. That energy that they're going through, especially if you're detecting it like that, is, you know, the micromillimeter. Why? It's a microwave. You're you're going through a microwave. It's underground, too, by the way. I didn't tell you that because, you know, you can't. I don't give a damn about proving anything. It's also the same thing as underground because I can feel it under there. So whatever reason, you're in an actual sphere. It's like a... It's making a toroidal shape. They're putting you through an energy donut, and I don't know what they're doing. So it's not just above ground. The same wires are underground, um, and you're going through that. 
That's all I can say. Yeah. So. I hope there's a special place in hell for these people. Yeah. So, um, trying to think about what else on the trip, and either of you chime in if you think of another question you want to ask. I don't know if too much. No real. Nah, nothing worth getting into. Just normal 3D stuff that I'm not going to bore you all with. Um, How about uh, Sedona? Um, do you pass by that or can comment maybe on the recent energies there? Um, yeah, I've gone through there many times. I didn't this time. Uh, I know a lot of people focus on Sedona. Um, not really sure why, and it's not the only place in the world with vortexes. It's just the one that got um, – I'll say if if huh, – if those that think they're in charge draw the energy workers' attention to a certain group of energies, Vortex and Sedona, um, there might be a reason for that. Maybe shiny object that's trying to distract you from other ones or making them yourself or doing other things. So there's a whole lot more to that. But um, So yes, the Sedona's energies have changed. I wanted to do that add-in. Again, for those listening, some of you <clears throat> picked up on what I just put out there on many levels. Um, so don't limit yourselves. Uh, and I was speaking between the lines there. So, uh, and they're compressing chakras in Sedona. I don't go there. It's not, again, just let's just think of it logically. If there's a group of entities, or let's just say people, and they want to dub themselves whatever group down here, and they think they're in charge and they're doing stuff, and they know the other side, the love team, is going to these certain places to charge, to do energy work, this, that, and the other, Really, people? You think they're leaving that alone? Look at your food. They know you're eating. They're affecting your food. They're getting in and around you on every level. We need to wake up as conscious beings and realize this. <clears throat> Again, whole lot said in between the lines there as well. So I'm not running to Sedona, hint, hint. Not saying it's a bad place, but most people are going there unarmored, not standing in their own power first and getting affected, I almost said resets, but that's not quite right, affected by those energies they're putting in there. Um, it's like opening up your, your, your batter and taking it into an, your energy aura, your, let's just say, mix of batter, you, frequencies, bringing it into an environment and say, oh, I'll take some of that. And then, yeah. I mean, so we all need to really wake up and just have these thoughts, no matter how, you know, unbelievable they are you think you know imaginary blah 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 blah. they're all real and again everybody listening here knows that um but i, I would think about things like that and if it's the first thing in your shoved you and saying this is the heal all to everything this that and the other take a second look that's why we're here for these lessons for these rubs as i'll say so we're putting in a situation to not just grab that shiny object but looking well wait a minute maybe there's an edge on that shiny object so I know I'm all over the place, but yeah. So uh, Sedona, they've affected it so much. Um, I mean, I'll go through there next time with Shungai and reset it again, just clear it, just grid. Um, but they're, they're messing with stuff like that. So really the whole point of my babbling here, take care of your own energy field first because you are your own energy field, your aura. Um, then no matter where you travel, then you're having less of that affect you. So it's kind of like having a windshield clean first. Um, but they're messing with all kinds of things. Sedona's not some super... The grid lines aren't even where they say they are. That's the other part where I'm like, if we all share this information and talk about it, no matter how crazy it is, we'll have an understanding. So I'll tell you, the grid lines are not... They're fake. So let's say you get a map and they're going to tell you the longitudinal ley lines, grids are blah, 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 and the energy ones are here. They're shifted 
so that we're all putting energy on there, what is sometimes called a false grid out there. But if you don't know that can be done, you don't think about it, you go to their energy point and you sit down, strike yoga pose, whatever, send some energy into it and you helped them, not knowingly. So I'm not dissing anyone, but this is where we all need to wake up as conscious beings and just kind of, you know, think about these things. We're all in a sandbox, lots of us kids down here playing and some of us not so nice. Um, so we just need to think about these higher things is all. So uh, I don't, so, go ahead. Going off on that, um, uh, <clears throat> I guess just the starting point in your store, um, you know, with this mercury grade, retrograde thing and people's minds on it and, and uh, the transition, how can we smoothen um, our path going forward using Shungite? Now, for me, I just bought the, like, what's the most powerful thing you have? And then uh, just stick with that. Although I've, I've bought tons of stuff on your store and, and we'll keep doing so. Um, is the, um, what do you call it? The Cosmic um, Silver Shungite uh, Rock and um, <clears throat> uh, Pendant. Uh, and then with, of course, Valentine's Day coming up. You know, you got tons of choices there, but I've, I've bought a bunch of those for uh, friends and family. But, um, yeah, what can you recommend? And then, like, maybe your best sellers based on that. Yeah, I mean, uh, just what you're going off of there, just like in my hand in that photo we were talking about, I'm literally wearing two of the cosmic, um, or right now one, but in that shot, two of the cosmic silver bracelets. I like that blend of, of getting the cosmic shungite, moving energies. That's I and I have a little pouch around me right now. I'm kind of waving that you're not seeing has a piece of that Shungite in it as well. Uh, and those are the, the thing and or silver, the metal silver. You don't need to get it from us. In fact, you can't unless you buy little aura pouches that have a silver bar in it. So go get a piece of silver or whatever type, have it around you. It can be jewelry form or whatever. But those frequencies or energies, the cosmic silver Shungite and or go get your own silver and Shungite and have it around you. Uh, and that's going to help on the physical and etheric levels. That's why I'm such a fan of it. It's not just the woohoo etheric energy or just the physical stuff. It's all of it because we are all of that. So it, it kind of helps sink your physical body and etheric bodies, the, the cosmic um, shungite is what I'm saying. And then a newcomer we talked about in one of the other shows was uh, actually an organ device that Jalissa came up with. It's a little resin heart shaped orgone device or energy device with an infinity love symbol in there i think it's got some pink salt some that recipe and i won't go through the whole spiel but they are on the website available um is a really good one as well and unexpected from my perspective it's even extra strong because of how she built it in that heart shape with the love so you get the visual aesthetic of it as well which triggers that thought and feeling inside of you so it's just extra powerful is what I'm saying, because then, oh, love is actually written on there. So I'm just saying it's kind of not only spelled out in the 3D behind the stuff that's in it, the ingredients and the shape, but energetically. So it just makes it. And again, wasn't known to me. I didn't like give her a secret recipe to go do it. She came up with it, did it. And that's we all got to perceive it or feel it. And I did not even told her all that yet. Um, but that's why it is such a um, energetically, you know. People are drawn to it. So those would be the, the key ones. Or the aura healing pouches we haven't talked about in a long time. Um, and they're on the website, too. Use maybe aura pouch or something if you type in. But long story short, little pouch with um, a little pure silver bar and sage and pink salt, pink Himalayan salt, and shungite. Size doesn't matter. So a little tiny pack of that all blend together is a aura uh, 
an energy healing or a healing recipe. It clears, moves energy, and restructures it and gets rid of harmful stuff, hence the silver. So, and again, they're just little pieces. So you, I just gave you the recipe. Make your own at home. You don't need to buy ours. Um, I like to put that out and say it that way so that you know you can. Um, you just So, again, those ingredients together, they can be in a little bowl around you, whatever. And it's kind of like a, a little orgone filter um, for your environment or body if you're wearing it. So those would be the things I'd recommend, uh, Mark, um, right now. Okay, great. Yeah, and you have the, the heart-shaped um, uh, resin, um, what do you call it, uh, call um, necklaces, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, we do have those still, too. Magnets. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. We have all the S4 magnets, the, the pendants, dog pendants. I don't know if we've got anything else new recently. Uh, we have stuff on the back burner we'll talk about in the future, some some new, again, like I like to call recipes, but, but no, that's, that's, and then we uploaded, um, I don't remember the name of it, but I think it's maybe Shungite and Energy Tools or something like that on our Metaphysical Perspectives podcast. So what I'm saying is we recorded, Jalissa and I did a, um, a combo class and recorded it on video. So it's up on the YouTube channel, Metaphysical Perspectives, if somebody was interested. Um, so we're trying to get some of the classes up there like we had talked about before. Okay, great. Um, let's see what else I got here. Uh, oh, so as far as locally, um, I know you gave me some. Uh, what do you call it? Um, bag of uh, some bags of rocks, the 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 shungite um, pieces, shards. Um, there was a, a, um, a medical rally in in Oakland, a bunch of places here. Uh, I gave a few to some of the um, t um, education tables. And then your card, so hopefully that gets around. Um, and then been putting some like nine rocks um, <clears throat> under some cell towers locally. Oh yeah. And uh, the, also in, in the Oakland Lake Merritt, there's a drum circle that meets every Saturday and Sunday from like one to five. It's free. Uh, uh, any locals want to go there? You no, know, it, it's a cool hang. I might end up giving them some shungai and then your cards too, just to. You know, increase the vibe um, that's there. But uh, all sorts of people. It's by the lake. It's the pergola in, in Oakland. They have they have that uh, the column section. Um, yeah. So and and then the Oakland Basin too. There's some free dancing. People can go on uh, Sunday afternoon. So I might check those out sometime. And uh, yeah, I probably have some shungat with me there. Uh, people want to meet up or something. Um, let's see what we got. Four minutes left. Um, let's see what else. I don't know. Um, anything else, Derek, as far as uh, highlights from the trip or uh, things we want to cover? Yeah, I can cover more, actually, when you mentioned that. And it ties to the trip and what you were just saying as far as the little bags of uh, bucky or chip pieces of shungite we're talking about. Just We're talking about, for those that don't know, you know, maybe there's a piece of shungite the size of your fingernail, as long as you don't have really long fingernails. So little tiny chips. Um, so what's awesome, Mark, is even if, you know, maybe those people that you put that little baggie of, and I'm sure they are open to it, but let's just say that one individual isn't, and they go, what's this crazy black rock and throw it, throw it in the trash. There's nothing wrong you can do with Shungite. That's one of the beauties of it. Flush it down your toilet. I don't care. You just hooked up the whole city or wherever you're at in the water system because now that's going to sit down there. Throw it in the trash. It's going to end up the landfill. You're going to hook them up. Throw it out your window. Throw it anywhere. Who cares? You're not going to do wrong. Because you're spreading, well, we can, you know, love energy. You're not going to, so, again, it's a win-win 
no matter what, which is why we brought pallets into the country. And then once it's out from this point, it's just, you. it can't go wrong. You're not going to not going to bury it and do wrong. You're not going to hide it, you know, nothing like that. So that's the beauty of it, spreading that shungite. So on the trip, we did that as well as we often do. Take those little Bucky nuggets, uh, kind of, I think Nancy named them after Buckminster Fuller. So I kind of have fun with the name there. They're called little Bucky chips. And we'll just spread that and expand that shungite grid that we've talked about in other shows. Um, And if you've done that, so you can type in shungite grid on Google. It'll lead you to a Google map where you'll see those just many, many thousands Tens of thousands of points where people have acknowledged they have shungite or have tossed it into the environment or waterways and become part of that grid, um, helping us all. And by the way, no one's doing it for that reason. But let me just say it's not lost on the etherics around us when you do. And I'm being really vague for a reason. Etherics around us when you do something like that because you're doing it with the. And I'm talking about, yeah, pitching a shungite nugget out of your window or burying it in a rock or or under a rock, I should say, or around a tree or in a waterway, your intention is love and for others and the environment and, and everything on that. And you know, again, it's not a big spiel you have to go through in your head. You will get kickback in a positive way from that. And I'm going to kind of leave it vague. Again, like earlier, many of you are going to know what I'm saying, but and nobody has to go with it with that intention. So let's just say if you're making a big plate of food, hooking up somebody, you're going to get about 10% of that love energy back to you. And of course, we don't do it for that reason. Because most of us aren't aware of that anyway, so it's all good. And being aware of this about 10% kickback doesn't make it go away either. So um, just know, walking around, giving shungite love hugs to the environment, which is what grid building is, you're not only benefiting, again, in the hug analogy, that person you're hugging, but you're getting that love energy too. So, And with that, we have to hang up. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Thank you both for being here. Um, we have Shung, uh, we have uh, well the Cosmic Reality Chronicles follows this, then Radio Five G, and then Cosmic Reality Live Show later on. Everybody out there, be safe. We'll see you next time. Thanks so much for being here. You have been listening to the Shungite Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.